You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. All right. Well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Salado podcast. My name is David Laws, and I'm joined by Jason Goings, pastor of Preaching and Vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for jumping in. Glad to be back. Yeah, and uh, we survived the ice storm, and we are all thawed out and moving again, and the sun is starting to come back out, so that's nice to see. Yeah, I was gone a couple weeks ago in Nashville, and you and Corey were gone last week, and where were y'all? Kansas City, which was a really cool experience because the Chiefs, this was right before the Super Bowl. yeah, yeah. So we were like getting to see all the excitement and the streets covered in, well, I was going to say the streets covered in red. That sounded like very... (laughs) Dramatic. That's not the direction red, I was going. <laughs> the color of the <laughs> not that kind of red, but you know, every like the city, you could see them like excited about the Super yeah. Bowl. So it was just kind of a fun environment to be in. So before we begin the podcast, I was in Nashville mm-hmm. and you were in Kansas City. Let's each share our favorite meal that we had. Ooh. What at each place? So you go. Well, ours was easy because we only had like two meals there, so it was right. a short. It was a small amount of time, but we so we kept asking everybody. We asked at the airport. We asked at the conference. We asked people at the seminary that we were at. Like where where would you recommend we go? And we all three of the people we asked gave us the same barbecue place, and so we're like, all right, well, this made our decision very easily. So. Uh, we knew that they were famous for barbecue in in uh, Kansas City, and so we asked the waitress, what do we need to eat here? And they said that they're famous for something called burnt ends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I, I better know which one it is. I thought that's what happened like with a curling iron when you <laughs> kept it on the end of your hair too long. But yeah. I, it kind of tasted like ribs a little bit. Like yeah. I think it's some part of the rib or whatever. I don't know how all that works, but it's it was delicious. It's the burnt ends of the brisket. Oh, cut off. It's the burnt from the brisket. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought. Or what? What was the name of it? Do you remember? Of the place? Yeah. Uh, Jack's. I want to say. Okay. So when we were in Kansas City, we went to two places, and one of them, literally on their menu, is a cup of burnt ends that you could order. Wow. And I, that's what I had. Nice. So, Do you remember the name of that place? I should, but I don't. Okay. It was it like a line you waited in line and Mm-mm. okay. No, ours was like kind of like a steakhouse environment, but it okay. was it was phenomenal, uh, and they had like. It's cream corn and the beans. It kind of, you know, they have their own flavor of, like, barbecue up there. So it was just, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it's good. good. Cool. All right, Memphis. So Nashville. Nashville, um, I mean. Yeah. Nashville, um, I, the, we, ate, we ate a lot in the hotel, yeah, <laughs> which was delicious. But um, they have a breakfast place that Josh and I love to go to um, called... IHOP? Uh, Stay Gold. Stay Gold. It's really good. So if you're in Nashville... Look up steak or stay golden or something like that, and it's. At first, I thought you said steak old, oh, and no. I was like, "Is it like a? Do they get the steak from last night and they like turn it into a breakfast?" Stay gold. Stay gold. Yeah, so. Well, and as we're talking about it, if you're ever in Denver, best breakfast I, I might have ever had in my life was something like golden something or other. So if you're in, and if you're in Minneapolis, <laughs> there's a wait. Lifers. This is a great about. start to today if you are really trying to travel and find good food. Uh, let me, let's just pull us back on track then. Uh, if you've made it this far and wondering what this podcast is supposed to be about, uh, we do this every week for one reason, and that's just so that you can take God's Word and you can know how you can apply it into your daily life, understand what it means, make sense of it, uh, and obey what it says. And so our life verse this week is going to be from Psalm chapter 145, verses 8 through 9. And it says this, The Lord is gracious and merciful. He's slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. 
Jason, I'm just I'm so excited just even just hearing those words, getting to read those words and re- recognize, man, these are true about our God. It just gets me excited. So um, I know we've been in Psalm 145 for a couple weeks, um, so the context has at least been discussed somewhat here and there. But just give us a reminder, what, what's going on in this chapter? Well, so the beauty is, think about it, if we memorize this this week as a church, that's nine verses already. So for people in our congregation, if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't know if I could ever memorize a chapter in the Bible. Well, you're halfway there. Like, yeah. you're doing great. So, uh, But for context, what's going on here is just a reminder, King David is in awe of God and only God. And the overflow of that awe is this divinely inspired psalm where David is personally praising God and it's in the in the personal praise of God is mixed with open instruction and teaching about the majesty of God. So he's in awe of God. We're getting to peek in on that and because we're getting to see what he's saying about God, we are learning something about God. So it's instructional Passively. Yeah. Right? So that's what's going on here. It's both a beautiful chapter and a helpful chapter full of important theology and doctrine and instruction as David's just singing to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. And so. so if we break out our magnifying glass and start you know, placing over the verse, what are some of the yeah. things that really stand out to you here? So verse 8 um, here, which is the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, is a direct quote from God to Moses uh, back in Exodus, in, in Exodus 34, 6. And, and so, by the way, if you're reading along on our reading plan, you just read that this morning because that's where we are in Exodus 34. And so uh, it's a place where Moses receives the two cut stones up on Mount Sinai. And I just want to read that to you um, real quick. The Lord came down in a cloud, stood with him there, and proclaimed his name, the Lord. Who are you? My name is the, the Lord. Lord. Um, the Lord passed in front of him and proclaimed, "The Lord, the Lord is a compassionate and gracious God." It goes on to to basically the lifers that we have this week. Um, and the response is that Moses immediately knelt low on the ground and worshipped him. So, so here we are back in Psalms, and David just having said in verse four that one generation will declare your works to the next and proclaim it. David continues the very next thing by teaching the majesty of God. And so it's just a it's a beautiful thing. That's what's going on here. And verse 8 and 9 are a part of that expression. So. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really cool bridge between um, truth and application. You know, like when you, when you just see him pouring out these attributes of God, they're not just stating facts. Like these, these are things that happen to be true. You know, like these are these are real tangible things that spur him on to worship. You know, like... He's gracious. He's merciful. He's slow to anger. Those he's abounding in steadfast. Those are things that produce awe. They produce worship, and it, it makes me think about when Moses came down the mountain. His face, it says, was radiant. You know, it was like shining from having communed with the Lord. And I'm like, man, like when we get to experience the truth of Scripture, when we get to experience the presence of God, there's this radiance that's on us as someone that's been with the Lord. You know, it's. And I don't know, maybe I'm jumping ahead from where you were already going, but, you know, what else do you see going on in there? In that well, thing? no, that's the context of this verse, right? Like, like he is—David has something about God that it 
it's important for us to know. And so he's sharing it. And so that gets us into the explanation of what's happening here. It's fairly easy to understand, isn't it? I mean, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. There's not, it's not complicated. Yeah. This isn't one where you have to like break out a commentary to figure out what's being said here. (laughs) It's straightforward. There's not much mystery here. David has come to learn what Moses had learned and all of those in between those two. And they were assigned to declare that very thing uh, is that the God is a Lord and he is merciful. He's kind, he's gracious. The more difficult part, as we consider this life first this week, perhaps is God's application for mercy, abounding love and goodness. We, we don't we we understand that God is good and gracious. I mean, we yeah. we have to believe it, but we struggle with how is God choosing to apply that. So yeah, so let's actually let's just jump right into that. So we've got these things which aren't terribly difficult to understand intellectually. How do we how do we take that and if it's true, begin to orient our lives around that truth? Yeah, I think I think. Um, I, I think I have to begin with it. Like it's not a struggle to believe that God is good, but it's it's a struggle to believe that He is wise. Mm. Like like He wisely uses His good. Um, when we see people blessed, that maybe we think, hey, why is He good to them? <laughs> you know, yeah. or why is or shouldn't He be better to me? Or why? Or even put that back like why is he even this good to me and he's not that good to someone else it's we struggle with uh god if, if this verse is true and you're good to everyone and providing mercy then it just seems like you're applying it differently than you are for the laws family and then jason's family and my you know like what's anyway and that, yeah. that's the mystery like that's what we can't explain like god's wisdom when he applies the forgiveness and grace and when he brings the discipline. So Yeah. yeah. Well and when I'm thinking about some of the applications that come to my mind too, um there's there's the foundational one, which is believe these things to be true. But then there's like believing that in your daily life, like this ongoing belief. And that's where I start to think of the application. And one thing that came to my mind was the need to to feed our gratitude and starve our our greed, basically. Yeah. You know, because if you can be convinced of these truths, okay, God is gracious, God is merciful, God is slow to anger, God is abounding in steadfast love, He's good to everyone. If if those things are true, then with whatever you have, there's an opportunity for contentment, knowing yeah, that yeah. He's not robbing me of something that I deserve. He's, he's given me what I need for joy and life and what's for my good and for His glory. And so I think there's there's a wrestling that should happen with our contentment. Like, there's an opportunity here for me to be satisfied despite my circumstances not being satisfying. Well, and, and so I wrote down three application points that I am wanting to apply this week in memorizing this verse and and that one what you just said is kind of the third one that mm. I have applied which is uh like if you're wanting to apply this basically go be like David where you just sit alone and start counting the blessings of God <laughs> like yeah. sit alone with God with pen and paper or if you if it's if you're like me pen and paper and just start listing those daily mercies and and you'll you'll soon 
feel that wrestling at first, but then when you just start writing and you're like, okay, do I have anything to be thankful for God about? Well, I can talk and I can breathe. You start listing the things yeah. where God has been kind to you. Yeah. I, that's like, just go be like, that's what David's doing here. Yeah. He's just listing the attributes of God and he's thankful for. And, um, and if you tie it into the verses right before this about passing these things on to the generation after us, like this, this is an opportunity to help form this in the next generation too of like, and I'm thinking of conversations that I'm having with my kids, right? Making sure that they understand and are convinced of these truths about God. Like I want them to know that he is gracious and merciful and slow to anger and abounding in love. A, so that they can anchor themselves in those truths when suffering comes and trials come. But secondly, so that they can be reminded I'm made in God's image. And so in some way, that likeness should be should be manifested in my life too. Like I, I then... Therefore, someone that has been brought to life in Christ and given this new identity in Christ, then these things that are true of Christ should should also be kind of pouring out of me to some degree. Should you be, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, just and when they're not, that's an indicator, right? Like yeah. Maybe our, you know, um, I I think the simplest way to apply this is not to wrestle with how God applies His graciousness and goodness, but it's to just simply memorize this passage and this chapter and just thank God yeah. for being God. Like thank him that he's not like us. We were just talking about some of the, the struggles that we have as pastors and leaders and, and how like sometimes we can, you know, our attitude can show and our bitterness can show like there's some frustrations and man, I, I just praise God that he is God and I am not God and, or, or he is God and he's not like me. And, um, and, uh, I think, I mean, he has the right to squash me. Um, he has the right to do to me those things, those hidden things that sometimes we thought, man, I wish I could do this, you know, and he never does. He's just gracious. And so, Read this life verse this week and just be in awe that he is gracious and kind and compassionate. And and uh, I think that's a great, great thing to remember. So Yeah, like in theology, a lot of times they summarize the characteristics of God under these two categories of the greatness of God and the goodness of God. And like here, David is is digging in deep to that well of the goodness of God. And, and so and he's great because he's good. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know, and if and so if if you're in a season that is like great and mountaintop and things are going well, start memorizing these things and packing them into your soul so that when that day comes when there's trials and tribulations, this is what comes bubbling out of you is these truths. And if you're in that season of struggle and it feels like survival, well, then start stuffing these truths inside of you, you know, uh, in a way that's medicinal to your soul. You know, it just, it's, it heals your soul. And I mean, even what we were talking about in the sermon this week, right? Like it revives the soul uh, in believing that these truths have the weight and the capacity to do that to our, yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if you had any other thoughts on the application and I don't, I don't want to steal. Uh, no, just a, another opportunity to, to pour God's word into your life, to, to let it be in your heart so that from your heart, what comes out of your mouth is this gratitude and worship and awe of God. And yeah. that's why life verse is important. So maybe just the plug of 
memorize these passages yeah so yeah. that you can it's part of counting those blessings and saying god you're good god you're good so yeah well, that's what, i think a great place for us to land and so um if you're still with us we want to say thank you for listening to the grace slato podcast uh, we hope that this discussion spurred you on in your love for jesus and your love for people this week and we'll see you next wednesday for our episode on psalm 145 verse 10